0: This episode, Turkish Red Lentil and Bulgur Soup. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark.
1: Hey there. And I'm Mark Scarborough.
0: I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I fucking made that.
1: It is cold up here in New England. Oh, I think it's cold everywhere this time of year. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, I grew up in Texas, and, uh, yep, yeah, we wore wool sweaters. We put on the air conditioning, and we wore wool sweaters.
0: Well, it does get chilly in Austin sometimes. Yeah, true enough, uh, but it ain't New England. And it never will be.
1: No. So to On be- so many levels. <laughs> so to beat the cold, I want Yeah, on so many levels. Like They don't give you an academic test to get into Texas like they do in New England. Anyway, so to beat the cult, I wanted to put together a simple vegetarian soup from our book, grain mains is this a great holiday dinner a great holiday lunch and when bruce came up with this recipe a while back or morphed it from turkish recipes i just fell in love with it uh i asked for it for dinner i asked for it for lunch i asked for it all the time i could probably ask for it for breakfast it just needs some crunchy bread on the side or maybe whole wheat crackers
0: it actually would be a good breakfast it's almost porridge like in its texture And what I love about Turkish soups is they often combine grains and legumes, which this one does, and they're very rich and thick, and I flavored this one with a little bit of tomato, some dill, and some scallions. Yum. And it's really Turkish made simple. It
1: it is. And to take it over the top, we used whole grain bulgur or whole wheat bulgur, and you can find that stuff at health food stores, at high-end markets, Um, but you just want to make sure you get the quick cooking variety of bulgur the kind of stuff you'd use to
0: make tabbouleh well speaking of quick cooking isn't it time you got in the kitchen and started cooking yeah but talking's a lot easier yeah but we can't live on your talking you
1: are clearly not from the south so i'm softening six thinly sliced scallions in two tablespoons of butter in a big saucepan over medium heat and i don't want to brown these scallions at least that's what bruce says in the recipe uh, I especially don't want to brown the white parts. I just want to get the exteriors softened a bit.
0: Well, you know, when you brown onions and when you brown meat, you're adding a sharp, sweet caramel note to your food. And in this instance, I didn't want sort of that edge, that sharp edge of brown. What I wanted was You're just... dissing all of French cooking in one <laughs> blow, right? No, 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 no. We no, have... no, no. no. <laughs> where, 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 where? Come on, there's so many French dishes that don't get browned. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'm sure someone eats, I don't know what. Cold potato soup. Leek in potato soup. (laughs) They don't brown the leeks. They just soften them. And you're doing the same kind of thing here. We're just using the butter to soften the scallions and they'll get a little sweet as they soften without that edge of browning.
1: Okay, so then after that's done and it's very fast, you know, just a minute or so, I'm going to pour in a half a cup of red lentils and a half a cup of that quick cooking whole wheat bulgur.
0: Now, red lentils were my lentil of choice for this because although I love all kinds of lentils, red ones melt into a silky smoothness when you cook them for about 40 minutes. And unlike French lentils de puy which hold their shape and have a nice tooth for salads and the black caviar lentils also great for salads. This one won't have any crunchy texture, it's just going to be a silky smoothness. Okay, great. I'm adding
1: everything else now. That's a quart of vegetable broth. And if you really don't care about this being vegetarian, you could use chicken broth, right? Oh,
0: homemade especially.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's not get carried away. And grow your own lentils. Oh, great. Yeah, sure, grow (laughs) your own chickens. This is supposed to be easy. So you could use a quart of chicken broth for a heartier soup, but we're going to keep this vegetarian. So a quart of vegetable broth, a half a cup of water, two tablespoons of minced fresh dill, One and a half tablespoons tomato paste, two teaspoons of fresh thyme leaves, a teaspoon of ground black pepper, half a teaspoon of salt and a bay leaf, and you don't have to write any of that down. Now you tell them. (laughs) It's all out on our website, bruceandmark.com, where the whole recipe lives. And I should add here that I'm using the low-sodium varieties of both that broth and the tomato paste, the canned convenience products. I love salt in cooking. I like salt way better than sweet. But I find that 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 the amount of salt in those canned products is overwhelming. And I would rather use less salt there and use the reduced sodium or the no sodium varieties and then add salt as I want it
0: in a dish. Now, let's talk about saltness for a second. The reason I find that all of those canned products are so oversalted when they are salted, I think, is partly to cover up... Some less than perfect flavors going on in the can because Maybe. in those cases, salt becomes the flavor. And I yep. I think people think of those as health. Oh, I'm not buying that because, no, they do. because they, it's
1: healthy. That's right. The standard brands are the salted ones because I think people think reduced sodium or no sodium means, oh, I'm buying a health food product. So if
0: we could do one thing in this culinary podcast, that would be to convince people that the low sodium and the salt-free canned products are not for health reasons, you're doing them for culinary reasons. You're going to get better products in there. Absolutely, and also you're going to get better salt because you're going
1: to use better salt than the hard pour of sometimes monosodium glutamate and kind of inferior cheap salt that's used in that stuff.
0: Well, that's it. And so now you got it. Mark has got it all in the pot. We're going to bring it to a simmer and then he's going to reduce it to low and he's going to simmer this slowly for about 40 minutes until it's thickened and a little concentrated. But he's going to have to stir it once in a while because As the lentils melt, as as the bulgur absorbs liquid, you want to make sure that it doesn't scorch on the bottom of the pan. I want to go take a bath. No, what you can do is go take the dogs out. I'd rather take a bath. (laughs) And now for my favorite part, tasting and judgment.
1: You know what? I'm ignoring you, and I'm just eating the soup. Mmm. I'm eating a
0: lot of the soup. Okay. It is porridge-like. Oh. But I love the taste. See, the bulgur thickened up in the liquid and mm. expanded and it. It's almost like a bread soup in a way, oh. an Italian-y bread soup. Yeah. It's um wonderfully aromatic with all that thyme. There's dill.
1: And the dill, both thyme and dill in mm. the soup. And it's um, wonderfully aromatic.
0: And the tomato paste just gives it a little richness and a mm. hint of sweetness. Yeah, it's good. It, You know, I think it could use a little heat, but
1: I wouldn't want to screw it up too much. We could drizzle on my homemade Chinese chili oil. That's nah, probably another podcast. But yes, we could drizzle on homemade Chinese chili oil. Or you could probably just put half a teaspoon of red pepper flakes in with everything else into the pot.
0: Oh, sure. That would work really well. Hmm. And the other thing I might do, I would serve, I would drizzle some really fragrant olive oil over the top while it's hot. And so you get that lovely richness.
1: Wouldn't that be good, Yeah. Well, it's getting fancy.
0: Fancy. (laughs) So, Mr. Fancy, what'd you learn today? I fucking love this soup. (laughs) Oh, good.
1: What else did you learn? (laughs) Uh, Well, I I just am reminded again that you can enjoy whole grains without really even knowing they're whole grains. I mean... You know, that's kind of the point of our book. It's not that we're sneaking them in. It's that we want to really explore the culinary potential of whole grains. And I think the wheat here with the tomatoes and the herbs, it just all – and those earthy lentils that are red but and, and get creamy at the same time. It just all seems to work together to a culinary success.
0: Anything else?
1: Uh, well, so easy to make. Seriously, it takes a while to cook. But that's just more time to drink wine before dinner.
0: Oh, clearly we don't have kids. No, but we do have dogs. Who clearly have played outside all day and are wiped out. Hey, I could take a bath with them. Where are you going? I think I need some more wine. Why, haven't you had enough? Well, it's cheaper than a divorce attorney. This recipe for Turkish red lentil and bulgur soup is from our cookbook, Grain Mains, all about how to get whole grains into main courses. If you'd like to see a fuller version of it, either check it out in that book, available wherever fine books are sold, or look for the recipe on our website, bruceandmark.com. Check it out. Turkish red lentil and bulgur
1: soup. I made that, and I didn't even start fucking World War III by shooting down a Russian plane.